We're back. I am Gregory. And this is uh, the quarantine quarters. <laughs> What's up, you crazy people? And I call you crazy with all due respect. In the most respectful way. Uh, crazy is what we need to get through life. Not just today, but the life. And I am thinking that if you are still alive now, you are functioning with a little bit of crazy. So, without further ado, let's get into our little show here. How's everyone doing? Hope you all are holding up, sustaining, maintaining, social distancing, all that shit. Keep it away from all the people that are sick. If we know who they are, we don't know who they are. Staying indoors or staying in outdoors or going to your state capitals and protests, you know, or thinking it's a hoax or thinking it's creating a lab or thinking it came from eating bats. Who knows what the fuck's going on? All I know is that the most important thing is that we're all still here and we're all still doing all right. Without further ado, let's get into the tobacco and the stories and things of today. Wow, what a crazy few weeks this has been, right? I have experienced living in my house, not leaving very often, only to go to the grocery stores and watch the mask count increase, uh, conversation decrease, social distancing increase, and um, witness a few people almost lose their shit. So... Human condition is a fun thing for me. I like watching how people react to things. And this is a very good social experiment for me. Um, I personally am fortunate. I don't have to leave my house to work. I don't have to go anywhere other than to buy food and buy stuff. Uh, a few things here and there. And since we last spoken, you know, uh, the Trump funds have been released. As they're, being, as they're affectionately referred to. Uh, the Trump funds. Uh, those of you who are uh, fortunate enough to qualify for a few dollars probably have started getting your monies and your funds and your accounts. If you have qualified but haven't received them yet, they are on the way, hopefully. That's a crazy thing, right? Um, you know, in my little circle, we've been talking about that. Speaking about money, because money is always a fun thing to talk about. We never talk about money here. Let's talk about it. Uh, a lot of my friends have been kind of, some of my friends have been kind of, you know, kind of, quiet on the subject other than being like you know saying the typical thing you know uh well you ain't gonna help me with the big deal twelve hundred dollars whatever whatever and other people have been like you know i can't wait for my money i don't know really know i don't really know what it does for everyone individually it's all it's all down to how you live life and what's beneficial to you um but you know everybody been clamoring um for some information on when it's coming in like i saw on the news yesterday it's Started going out maybe a week ago, and a lot of accounts were hit a couple of days ago this this week. So, um, if you got it, I hope it helps you. I hope you use it wisely. Uh, if you're unemployed, I hope you're able to get the unemployment because a lot of states vary based on the state you're in and the conditions, situations. A lot of people are having a hard time getting unemployment. Basically, what I'm saying, folks, is shit is bananas. Uh, reports are there about how serious this is, how overrated it is, overblown it is. Uh, certain states are coming out talking about how we got crazy shit happening. New York, New Jersey are crazy. Michigan is crazy. Texas and some other states are like, why the fuck are we having to stay in the house? Because motherfuckers like three people are here are sick. So not literally three, but no, I'm exaggerating a little bit. But you get my point. Not enough people here are sick to actually be losing my job over and not being able to go to work. Um, certain states, the governors are telling them, stay in your house. Don't go see your neighbors. Shit. I, I laughed at that because that particular one because I'm like people don't talk to their neighbors anyway. 
<laughs> so I'm like, well, fuck, lady, by the time you you saying that, it's just something we do anyway. So, it's been an interesting time. But what I really, really want to focus on, what I really want to talk about is um, something that's very close and near and dear to my heart, and that is how to maintain your sanity indoors. Now, we're all, to some degree, forced to stay inside. Whether you're 100% indoors, 90%, 50%, we're indoors. We're limited to what we can do. If you're able to go out with a little more lax restrictions, you don't have any places to go. Um, so, how are we spending our time in the house? Now, I have uh, older children. Uh, basically, what I call dependent adults. <laughs> so, uh, they are spending their days playing video games. And I'm cool with that because it means they don't bother me. I don't have to feed them. You don't have to feed anything over 18. That's that's the law. You provide food for them. If they can't feed themselves and they die, then that just means you had a horribly maintained child. You, It's your fault as a parent that you didn't teach your child to feed themselves. Just do the basic... Just teach them and instill them with the essential, which is stay alive. Eat a grape. Make a sandwich. So, I don't deal with them. Um, I'm also... Double fortunate because I'm able to work from home, so my work schedule life is not really interrupted. My life isn't interrupted. Um, I'm saving money on gas because I'm not driving work. I'm also, <laughs> I just realized this other day, the other day, I'm saving money on fast food. I have not, God damn, Apple, I don't know, I'm not sure if you heard that, but Apple Watch, Siri decided to chime in and interrupt me. But, where was I? I actually realized the other day. Uh, I did the math on how much I'm saving on not buying breakfast and lunch at work. Shit. Jesus. It's a car note a month. Easy. So, I'm one of the fortunate ones. And a lot of my a lot of my friends that I know because we're in a technical field. And it doesn't require us to be on a, as a physical location. Our lives financially or professionally aren't really interrupted. However, I didn't mention I have older kids. I do have little kids. And with that, I do have to deal with the schooling. So, we're working on determining how we're going to do this in-house schooling thing. And, leave some background on it. My state has decided, here in Michigan, decided that uh, school year is over. So, you're going to move on to your next grade. Um, but it's gray area. So, and I'm going to get back to how we spend our time. You know where I'm, I'm going to get back to more. I'm going to circle back to that. But I'm going to touch on this a little bit. Uh, I have this thing with my kids where they're like, well, we're done with school. All right, yeah, okay. Been out of school since March, the beginning of March. So we have a half a year, summer break. And uh, my kids are like your kids. Your kids are like my kids. My kids get stupider the more uh, the longer they're out of school. So um, a school district has uh, given them online schooling that's very vague as far as like why or how it counts towards their grades. Uh, the best I can the, the best I can um, discern from the emails is that if you are failing, you need to do this shit. If you're passing, do it because it helps you stay sharp. If you're in the middle of the road, eh, you can do it. it won't hurt you, won't help you, but it's going to be something that's beneficial to you. It's kind of how I take it. So, um, we kind of figure out how we're going to work that with them. I have... You never realize how many kids your teachers have. How many teachers your kids have. I knew it didn't sound when I said it. <laughs> how many teachers your kids have until you have to read through emails from 17 teachers. So 
So we're doing that whole thing. But they're only going to work like an hour or two a day, personal time and learning, whatever. I don't you know. It's not a big deal. Um, I have some friends who are like losing their minds dealing with younger kids at home. And being, you know, full disclosure, I've, I have a lot of, we have a lot of children here. So um, this is kind of like the doomsday purpose. I prepare for this. Like I can deal with my kids at home because I've always had a lot of kids. So I can deal with multiple things. Multitasking is something you learn to do when you have a lot of kids. But uh, for those parents who have like, I think I mentioned this on an earlier podcast, for those parents who have one child or maybe even two, it's a little more of a change because, especially they're younger, because you're like, I send them to school, I come home, I got a certain time. When you got a lot of kids, you're always kid-based. Your, your life is always based around your kids. So having them at home is, is like, shit, now you hear six more hours, you know the rules. It's a little different. So, um... I haven't talked to all my friends with just a couple of kids, just a couple of them, and but the, but the but the, uh, the the response has been similar. A lot of them are losing their minds, going to fuck crazy, <laughs> begging for time out the house, and having to tag out to their spouse to get up. Um, you know, I mean, I, I get it. It's it's a change, but uh, what what I have done in our house to kind of. Um, break up the monotony, you know, because you know, even, even when you're, you know, in the beginning, you're like, "Ooh, great, we don't have to go to school." Ooh, great, I don't have to leave to go to work. That sounds good for like the first couple of days, maybe the first seven days, but around day thirteen to seventeen, you start losing your shit. And again, like I said before, I don't go a lot of places, but when I can't go to no, the few places I go, I lose my shit a little bit. Um, one of the things that I've found myself doing is working all the time and i don't know why like when i worked as soon as i left work and came home i did not fucking work i didn't even turn the computer on now it's like i'm working and i look up and it's like is it 10 p.m or a.m what the fuck i'm sending emails and like one o'clock in the morning and i never it's a never-ending work cycle now, I am getting more productive work done, but I'm working all day, and I don't have an end time. Side note, I don't wear clothes. Well, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you ask, perk up, ladies. I know. I'm a specimen. But hold on. When I say I don't wear clothes, I mean I don't wear work clothes. Sorry. Sorry. If you're out there getting that kind of opinion, that kind of vibe here, that's not the kind of channel. But I am a specimen, and I must stay dressed. No, <laughs> when I say I don't wear clothes, I mean pajamas all day. Day pajamas, night pajamas. I think a lot of us have those rules. Day pajamas, night pajamas. I have jogging pants, and I have house socks. Now, a house sock isn't a sock I wear just in the house. It's a really, really thick um, sock that is so thick, it's almost a shoe if it were waterproof. Uh, so that's my attire. Right now, I'm wearing pajamas. I tell you guys, I'm wearing pajama pants and a tank top, and so and my thick socks, my house socks. So that's been my life. But but that's the problem. That that I mean, I don't know how positive. Like this, in my mind, this is short term. So in short term time frame, I mean, I can do this for. I could literally probably do this for two months. I mean, kind of going crazy. Alcohol has been helpful, but. If this was a full-time thing, I'd have to build some structure around my day. 
I have some people I know that work from home, um, and I, I haven't reached out to them to see how they break off from their day. Some of them are nine to five jobs, so they're like at five o'clock I'm done. Um, technical people, programmer, developers, guys like that. You can work anytime you want. Matter of fact, off hours are your best hours. So we don't really have a break. So with knowing that, um, I, I, I've, I've had to start thinking about some things doing the house to, you know, um, build up, um, what do you call it? Build up some, uh, build up morale, so to speak, you know, um, so, I've done things I wouldn't do normally. You know, I've, I've, I've kind of, quote unquote, hoard myself out to the social folks. To the, to the, to the social systems. Um, as you know, the movie theaters are closed. And from my past discussions and my other channel, Movie Talk, Tuesday Movie Talk, where me and my wife do movie discussions, you would probably know that we are a movie buff we are movie buffs so i've started watching movies online but i've also purchased some of these movies that are direct to streaming and if you're not aware of what this is where the fuck have you been but for those 15 people that aren't uh it appears that the movie um the production companies have taken a lot of movies and made them available early on streaming services like Bad Boys for Life is available. Uh, Onward is now on Disney Plus. Uh, uh, Vin Diesel's new movie Bloodshot was available, and they're all available out there for you to buy and purchase. Now, I've purchased one movie. Here's my problem with it: they're twenty dollars a movie, and you can only do that in in about two months' time, two times. Maybe three, depending on how loud or crazy your kids are going and driving you. How far, how close to crazy time you get, you know. So, um, I spent some time, I, I spent some little money on that, invested in that. And it's worked out. My wife went out and bought, yesterday, bought toys for our youngest kids, our 10 and 12 year olds. And that occupied them for a day. Now, to those who don't have children, you may think, well, why don't you give them a book? Are you doing this? Maybe you can. <laughs> They've read the books. Um, what is a peace of mind? What is a peaceful day worth to you? That I guess that's what the that's the question you have to ask yourself. If it's worth thirty bucks, you know, you spend that thirty fucking dollars and have a whole day of peace and tranquility. They literally stay in the room together and play with their toys all day. Um, I've uh, exercised more. Not like cardio. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not running and jogging. I have, I have a friend that's doing that, and God bless his heart. He's running. He's up to five miles. Um, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I, I couldn't do that. I ate a pancake and sausage on a stick for breakfast. That's not uh, conducive with being an athlete. It's actually the opposite direction. Like, if this was a racetrack, I'd be going head on. I'd be going in the opposite direction. Like, where are you going? I said, it's a pancake on the... Um, like I said, I'm working out, lifting weights, free weights. And I've noticed I've got an improvement. And before, when I was going, my intention was that 
But when I was getting up in the morning to work, coming home, sitting down, undressing, I'm going to get relaxed this one one. The last thing you want to do is work out. When you're at home all day, you have nothing else to do. So that's been a positive. Um, I've noticed some improvements. I've felt a little better. So, um, you know, hey, I'm looking for, for positives anywhere. Now, hold on a minute. Don't want me to think all oh, this is uh, wonderful and hunky dory, or that it's all melodramatic and dramatic and whatever. Can't really discuss a quarantine without one of my biggest pet peeves. I'm going to slow down for this one because I know I talk fast a lot. I'm going to talk slower for this one so I get everything out. So, a couple of weeks ago, there was a big movement on uh, on IG. Um, I think uh, old school DJ, D-Nice. Started doing the quarantine uh, club, club quarantine or whatever. I think it was club quarantine, right? And uh, you know, live DJ show. And my man, DJ D Nice, D Nice. For those of you who don't do know D Nice, D Nice hip hop artist from back in the day, DJ now. Uh, some point in time, I think he might have been a DJ then, but I know he's a hip hop artist back in like early '90s, late '80s. Um, made some mad, mad, mad fire joints back in the day. But when I saw Club Quarantine, you do a Club Quarantine on Instagram, I was like, nah. I think it was the first week of the uh, of the uh, stay-at-home order. And I was like, this shit ain't gonna last. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like if you had to go spend a night with a relative and you know you're going to be there for like two weeks, three weeks, and you've never stayed that long. As long as you stayed, it's like four nights. And you're going to be there for three weeks. And you've never stayed anywhere in your life three weeks. So the first few days you do some stuff, they're like, hey, this is all right. We might be all right here. That's kind of how I felt about the club quarantine. I was like, this is cool today, but it ain't going to work in five to seven days. And I was right. Don't get me wrong, people are still checking it out. And I, I'm feeling the nice, and I like old school hip hop. I like old school hip hop artists. I do. I don't give a fuck with nobody to say. Um, I think old, old school hip hop, and I say from the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, is um, better to me than anything now. And I got some artists I love now. But even with all that being the case, I'm not going to listen to DJ on Instagram. I cannot say, man, thank God D Nice was online. He saved my life. That hour set he did was fine. I can make it through the next day. And here's why I say that. Look, sometimes I think when things happen that are extreme or extraordinary, we find ways to cope early on. Alright? And those coping mechanisms that we use early on are usually unsustainable. You know, it's cute, it's nice, but eventually it wears off. It's kind of like going to that bomb-ass party that you didn't expect to be bomb, and it blow up, 
And you're like, man, it's the best night in my life. We need to do this every month, every week. And you try to recreate it, and it's just never the same. You know, I, I'm, I feel like slow and steady wins the race with this shit. So I find slow ways and steady movements to maintain sanity and comfort. You know, I, and like I said earlier, I wasn't a big go out person. I didn't go a lot of places. So, well, it's a change for me. It's not a huge change. You dig? But it's a change. And for those folks out there who go out every Friday night, who's always hanging out, going to friends' houses, I understand it's a big change for them and challenge for them. However, there's a change to make. So, back to the, the, the online thing. So, so I never watched the, the, the DJ, DJ uh, the quarantine, the club quarantine. And I'm glad I did because I think the week after that, after I noticed everybody going live. Everybody going live. All these celebrities going live. Matter of fact, hold on. Let's look here real quick. See, yep. Another DJ. I'm looking on here. I'm not going to say their name. Cause I'm, I'm not going to pick up. I'm not going to put them out there because people say I'm hating. I know how y'all I know how y'all cats are. Everybody thinks somebody hating. They say something they don't like. But like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <coughs> ten, the. 50, 60, oh, another one, 16. 16 celebrities are live right now. And it is 9.16 p.m. on a Friday night. Look, 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 look. If it works for you and you enjoy it and that's your saving grace, I can't be mad at you. That's your thing. It works for you. And then, like I said, finding what works for you is important. We talking about me, though, people. I got the microphone. So, it's uh me right now. So, for me... I don't, when I see 16, 17, 25, 30 celebrities going live, and I keep getting notification after notification after notification after notification, after notification I'm like, no. No, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to do my thing, I'm going to get on the mic, I'm going to talk to my, make me a quick recording, say my piece, speak my truth, or speak my opinion, I can't call it my truth, I'm going to call it my opinion. And be done. You know what's funny? I was talking to somebody the other day about this shit. And I was like, thank God this didn't happen in 99. <laughs> or 2004. When there was no social media, no internet. Look. I may not like club quarantine or online celebrities. They'll go and do their thing or talking about useless shit. But there's a, there is a wonderful, beautiful benefit to having social media. Because I can go online, you know what I mean? And I can find things to entertain me, to occupy my day. There was a period of time where that was not a reality. Where you just had to sit in your house and watch TV, and read a book, and eat and get fat. Speaking of sitting in your house and eating and getting fat, another funky ass thing that's popped up. Reading an article about this the other day, because I read random articles, is that there's been an uptick in domestic violence. And at first I was like, the fuck? And I was like, well, let me read a little more. And I did read a little more. And then I was like, yeah, 
That seems realistic. Let me tell you why I think it seems realistic and believable. That you'd have more domestic violence cases during the quarantine. Look, most married couples, a lot of married couples, truly love each other. Not married couples, but couples. Let's just say couples. Because some people live together that aren't married. I'm not going to I'm not gonna distinguish between one or the other. If you live with somebody and y'all not married, y'all been living together, y'all are a couple. All right. A lot of couples, for the most part, get along with each other. I don't think I don't I don't feel like it's a fifty. If there are fifty percent of the people that are married that don't want to be married, but I do think that they're of the ten percent or fifteen percent or whatever percentage they are that don't like each other that live together. They're in trouble. Look, I can do anything for a little while. Well, most things for a little while. I can go to a bar mitzvah, I can go to church, I can go to a synagogue, I can go to a, a lecture, I can go to a motivational speaker. I can go almost anywhere for a set period of time and be like, nah, I'll survive it. But after a while, I'm going to say, you know what? I got to go. Imagine being in a house with someone where I got to go is not an option. Imagine knowing that prior to this quarantine, you were only able to to uh, tolerate this motherfucker because you knew that I'm going to wake up in the morning, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to be at work with the people I like, I'm going to talk to that person I like at work that I might want to hook up with on the low low, but then I'm going to go home. And at home, if I drive real slow, I'll get there about 5.45. I know he get home, he or she get home about 6 o'clock. And you only got to talk for two hours. I can say I got to go to work to do. 9.30, take a shower, go to bed at 10 o'clock. I only got a couple hours to deal with them. Monday through Friday. On Saturday and Sunday, I can do whatever I'm going to do. I got to do with them. But Monday through Friday, five days is already kind of fun. Imagine all of a sudden now, both y'all jobs are closed. Y'all both working from home. And you both got to see each other. For whatever reason, create the situation. You share office. Y'all don't have an office space. You're both sitting on your laptops in the, in the kitchen, dining room. You're crossing paths too much. You hear them breathing. Whatever the fuck it is. Imagine that. You know, there are a lot of people that are married because they can't afford divorces. They fall into that criteria. They're sustaining their lifestyle only because they can't. Their, their lifestyle is, well, not that's what I was saying. They're maintaining their household only because they can't afford it and it's able to be done purely because Monday through Friday they can leave and if they have a job where they can work late hours they're out of the house longer now all that's gone and don't even, I haven't even added to the fact that they might have lost their job and their income after five unemployment holy shit <laughs> can we get a witness up in this bitch <laughs> So now, you at home with the person you don't like. And I say don't like, because I don't want to say you hate them. Because hate's a strong word, and I reserve that word for hate people that deserve it. If you don't like them, you can't tolerate them. It's not a very comfortable environment, and you have to see them. Even if you don't see them, you know they're there. At work, you know they're not right there. Now, they're two rooms over. You can hear them walking through the kitchen. You can hear their feet. So yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised the uptick in domestic violence. It only takes 
one thing. It doesn't. It's a tinderbox, afraid to blow up. I was shocked in the beginning, but now I was I was surprised. But then I wasn't. You know, I'm always surprised when I hear these things. I wasn't. And I wasn't. And I wasn't. Another <sighs> thing that's irritated me. Well, the thing that's irritated me is the increased number of professionals online. And I'm gonna say online, I'm say typically YouTube. That are always are these professionals that have their opinion on everything that's going on. Stop listening to them. Stop listening to them all. I've stopped listening to them all. For one reason. For one. Well, not for one reason. But for one. If everybody's story is different. I can conclude that all these people are wrong. And all these people are right. So all wrong, all right. It's a wash. I qualify them as giving their opinions. Two, it's YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I'm on fucking YouTube. And I'm giving my opinion. Hopefully, nobody's listening to me and taking my word as being law. I'm tired of it, people. I'm tired of it. And I agree with a lot of well I'm not going to agree with you guys but maybe you disagree but a lot of what I see as far as like people that believe in the news I don't I don't necessarily agree with the, what the news promotes I question a lot of it like a lot of people do I think a lot of it is bullshit but I also say mm, some of the other people out here talking about the news is bullshit and telling their own truth it's a little bit of a lie too so um, it's irritating it's irritating so I've decided to choose one source and take that source to be my starting point and another to compare it to. And that's it. Oh, I'm sorry. A third one. My own goddamn opinion. Because I have the thing called thought. So. Alright. Let's wash it all away. Because I'm feeling like I'm getting a little bored with that. I'm getting bored with that. I'm getting kind of irritated with it. When will this all end? I don't know. I don't think any of us know. I don't think anyone knows. <clears throat> and that's the hard truth. It's kind of like my thing I did with gun control a while ago. No one knows, but no one will say they don't know. People, for some reason, are afraid to say they don't know something because they feel like it means they're stupid. I always feel like saying you don't know is the most honest thing and intelligent. I say, let me, let me back it up. Saying you don't say I don't know is the most honest thing an intelligent person can say. An idiot lies. So I don't know. I think all we can do is do the best we can. Whether you think it's overinflated or underinflated, we're going to do the best we can. I think that's what most people think. Try to be safe as you can. Try to be conscious as you can of what you do, where you go, who you interact with. But we don't know. I I, I feel that's one of the most um, uh, vulnerable areas of the human condition. Uh, I I feel that people feel that we, I think we're afraid of not knowing something. I've always felt that. 
it's about science, medicine, religion, you know, whatever. If you don't know, somebody said, well, what do you mean you don't know? We need to find this out. How do you not know this? What do you mean you didn't know? How did you not know? What do you mean you don't know? You're special. You're supposed to know these, these things, what these things are. Well, people, sometimes these things that we're supposed to know, we don't. And then we give you an educated, intelligent answer. And if you're not as educated as we are, you buy it. Until you find out it's not true. Then you say, I thought he was smart and intelligent. Now he's full of shit. I think that's what happens. I think right now that's where we are. We're looking for intelligent leadership to tell people, hey, this is what we know. This is this is concrete. This is without 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 fault. It is a fact. This is where we are. And don't worry. We're going to be fine because this is what we're going to do next. And this is going to happen next after that. And then we're going to be 100% good. And even if that was a lie, I think people will be so relieved to hear, don't worry, we got it under control, that they will buy it. But the reality of it, the reality is, we don't know. And that's okay with me. We don't know. Everyday things change because we don't know. Is it okay for some people to go out to work? We don't know. You can go, but we don't know. No, okay. Don't tell me that this state doesn't have this mean that we have three people. Yeah, you're okay. You're probably okay. But we're not a hundred percent sure because we don't know. <gasps> you don't know? Well no, we don't know. What kind of professional are you? That's where we are. So I get it. Every day I watch these news conferences. Every day I pull up my fucking phone, I see a news conference from the president, then my local government gives a follow-up to what the fucking president just said, and they say the same fucking shit. I'm like, all right, none of y'all know. If you have to give me an update every day, that means you really don't know. You're just trying to make sure we don't ride and loot <laughs> or lose our fucking minds. Hey, everybody, look, this is where we are. This is what we're doing today. We got it on control. We're working every day vigilantly with these people and that people. You don't fucking know. <laughs> you don't. And maybe the part of me that's a realist is okay with that. Maybe the part of me that's like, eh, you full of shit. You know, look, an elected official that has no prior experience in these fields gets to, gets to be the person that we listen to. I don't give a fuck what a governor, president, mayor, it doesn't matter. They, they, they get elected because they run a powerful campaign. You put them in position, convincing campaign, not powerful, convincing campaign, powerful, convincing, whatever. And then they win. And they put them in that position. Now you look to them and say, hey, what do we do? Tell them what's going on. And they tell you some words and they put it in a way that's so eloquent that you buy it. You need a fucking break. They go home and they ask somebody else to. They don't know. They're relying on other people. So, with all that doom and gloom, there's a silver lining to this. With all the death and the loss and tragedy that has happened and occurred over the last few weeks, and there have been several, several thousand of losses and families that are traveling, that are dealing with things. I personally feel that there is a brighter day coming. God, did I just fucking say that? Did I actually say there's a brighter day coming? That. Is that the best thing that came out of my fucking mouth? Do I want to stay with that? I, I guess I do. I guess. Things will get better. Things are going to be fine. Uh, whatever fine is, we'll see that when it happens. You no, know, Will we wear masks indefinitely? 
Probably so. Probably so. Will masks be a part of our daily daily life? Yeah. Will businesses start offering zero touch and delivery services for more things? Yeah. Will a new form of employment for will new uh, employment opportunities open up? Yeah. Sure, they will. You know, that's the thing about people. We always find a way to persevere through things. Right now, I think it looks fucked up. It's bad. You know, it's really bad. People losing. And I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the virus and shit. I'm not talking about that. The fallout of it is bad. Because even after the virus is gone, even if they came out tomorrow and said we have a vaccine, everybody gets vaccinated and everybody's cured of this shit. Well, let me back up. Let me change that. If they came out and said we have eradicated, we have eradicated the virus because the vaccine takes you to a whole nother road. I don't want to get into that shit. But let's just say we magically eliminate the virus. Everything's good. Everything's gone. We're fine. Business back to you. There's going to be some, there's a group or a section of people that are going to be like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. It didn't, it didn't exist in the beginning. This is some man-made shit. I'm telling you. So it's going to be some bullshit. But ultimately, the new normal that we get to see will be something that we can exist with. So, um, let's see. You guys, I hope you guys are all living comfortably, living peacefully. Uh, I, um, I hope things get better for you. If you are part of a group who is suffering and struggling financially, um, personally, with loss and struggle, I know I have friends that are dealing with loss. I have friends that are dealing with um, uh, being quarantined from family members. It is a real thing. You know, it's a real situation. Uh, I don't. Uh, for anybody who thinks it's fake, uh, it may it may not be the same across all fifty states, but it is impacting a great portion of them, of this country and the world. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say don't take it as serious as they make it out to be because I think, you know, that, you know, obviously breeds ignorance and, um, risky behaviors, but be logical, be rational about it. You know, if somebody told you the water in the ocean was boiling, I mean, you at least stick a toe in to see if they're fucking truthful. You wouldn't just say, jump in, the ocean's fine, they can't boil the ocean, you turn into a sandwich. So, um, that's uh, that's my bit of it, my bit of advice. Uh, I hope you guys, um, like I said, uh, take that set of precautions to live your life the way you need to. I hope to get back to a point where I can talk about something else other than this. That was honestly my intention. Honestly, my intention. It was. It really was. And it didn't happen. So maybe maybe tomorrow it will happen. I can do something that's more upbeat and uh, lighthearted and things of that nature. Uh, so I'm going to do my best. I try, Like I said, in the beginning, I try to talk about what's on my mind, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Sometimes what I want to talk about isn't the thing that comes out. So there's nothing else you know is honest and legitimate. And as I always say, my opinion today doesn't determine my opinion tomorrow. I hope it doesn't do the same. I hope the same is for you. Uh, learn and grow. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy this time with your family. Enjoy this time with your family. Enjoy this time and appreciate this time with your family. I honestly say that. That is very, very significant and very important. You know, sometimes we, we, this, if, if nothing else comes from this, um, the one thing we should learn is that Tomorrow's not given for any of us, you know, uh, of any age, but more importantly, our our older members of our family. 
you know, appreciate that time. And not just because this is happening, but a reevaluation of how we uh, approach the family that we have. Because they are here. Only We're all here only for a short time. But the things we do on a day-to-day basis, they may seem important to us in the short term, but when, when shit hits the fan, you see what's really important. You know? So if you have your parents still with you and you're fortunate to have your parents with you or your grandparents, call them, see how they're doing. They'll appreciate it. Even your dad. <laughs> Even your dad. Even if he was a mean son of a bitch call your dad my dad was aggressive as hell and i still call him and he basically an old man who's lost his anger and his edge <laughs> i call him and see how the fuck he's doing and he appreciates it and i hope you guys take this opportunity to you know to those things if you haven't done it before take the time to do those things so i'm gonna cut this right now so you can make those phone calls all right everyone enjoy yourself stay safe i am gregory <laughs>